It is episode 23 of the Taxi Squad podcast. My bad, 22s. 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 It is November 30th, the last day of November. Can you believe it? Dude, I can't. God bless. I just man. got I just got a new parking sticker for my car. Exciting. Um, I know. I kept forgetting to put it on. I had to put it on today because wow. I'm gonna get a ticket tomorrow if I don't. Yeah, and they they throw the fucking book at you. Yeah. In the oh, town. Chicago. Yeah, they don't fuck with that. They're like, ooh, free money. Sure. Any way they can get on those twenty twos. Hell yeah. Right. Right. And to yes, sir. Who hey, how know, was your Thanksgiving, young man? Thanksgiving was fantastic. Gobble gobble. Um, you know, it was a lot of fun. Ate too much. You know, that always is something that Naturally. happens. You bring Naturally. in some holiday cheer with the family and friends and your loved ones. It was yes, fantastic. Sir. You know, I got some of the awesome dressing that my girlfriend's family makes. Yes, oh, sir. God, I could bathe in that shit. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, my my brother got had a smoked turkey. Who has a Ooh. smoked turkey? My dad grilled one this year. Ooh. It was really good. Shout yeah, out, Smoked pops. turkey sounds bomb. Shout out, big bro. I mean, right? So, yes, sir. you know, they're putting the work in, getting it done. You know, it was great. I got to We're spend over some... here watching Cut. football and just drinking alcohol. <laughs> Pretty much. I was, much. I was yeah. helping my mom, but I was mostly just watching football and drinking white claws. <laughs> I wasn't drinking claws. I was drinking a nice, uh, I was drinking a nice George Dickel bottled and bond to any of my bourbon Ooh, lovers out there. Absolutely yum. delicious. A uh, lot of a lot of nut notes, a lot of caramel notes. Just it's absolutely delight. It is nuts, <laughs> and it's just absolutely delightful. So I had some of that. Drank some great wine. You know, all in all, it was a great, great experience. So uh, happy to be back here uh, on the pod, on the Taxi Squad Pod, motherfucking cast. We are here. <laughs> we are ready to go back down our uh, our our picks here. And yes, sir. You know, can you believe it? Mike is on the comeback in no, his we're mind. Tied, bro. In we're his tied. mind. He's on the comeback <laughs> in his mind. Like I told Vince, it's all up in my brain. I'll, I'll, I'm going to screenshot oh, that boy. for everybody to see. They're like, dude, we're fucking tired. I'm be like, I'm yeah, coming back. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> so I had a rough week last week. To anybody who listens, I had a rough week, but I'm coming back. And uh, let's get right into it. Um, yes, sir. The Bears. This was the most underwhelming game. I mean, Joe Buck. Was just uh, if it, if if he could not be the biggest dick already in the entire I love world, him. I, I fucking care. hate him. <laughs> we have we're gonna talk about it more, but what a what a brutal game the Bears. Oh my god, just uh, just that's reserved for Bears corner. We already that's know. reserved for the shit corner. <laughs> <laughs> how about how about the Raiders? Huh? Dude. We both snoozed on the Raiders. Yep. I mean, how are you supposed to pick them after the last two weeks? Uh, I don't know. I think like. It might be just be me. I might just be making this up in my head. But Thanksgiving games, like, guys show up. Shit just happens on Thanksgiving games. Maybe because, like, everybody's watching it or something. But just watching it, like, Josh Jacobs had a wonderful game. He didn't, like, rush for over 100 or anything. But they were just moving, moving really well. And, like, I would never expect the Raiders to beat the Cowboys in a shootout. That was wild. Well, the Cowboys are historically terrible on Thanksgiving. And they play every year. (laughs) Yeah, and they're historically terrible on Thanksgiving. Yeah, this would have been a great game to fade and uh, we fucked up. So we thought the Cowboys weren't going to be the Cowboys. Cowboys most definitely the Cowboys. And uh, yeah, they they do what they usually do. Right. I mean, what it's about. I mean, I don't know. They've been pretty good this year, though. And like they are going to lead to disappointment. That's what they always fucking do. And I'm not saying the NFC East is anything to write a book about, but they're always going to lead you to disappointment. 
That's true. I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm no, I'm no Cowboys fan, but just to see it going to OT like that, and then the Raiders just win by a field goal, it's nice. And honestly, like the Cowboys had to come back, <laughs> like the Raiders came out swinging, and they just kept going all game. So, well, there's a no statistic kudos. out there. It's like if Derek Carr throws for more than 300 yards, the Raiders are like basically undefeated. Really? So, oh yeah, that's that's an interesting one. I thought. And, yeah, I like and, that. Yeah, so I mean, they had a great game and they really showed up on the Cowboys. To be honest, I really enjoy when the Cowboys lose because I really don't like Cowboys fans. Um, and then not only yeah. on top of that, just the aura around the franchise is very pretentious. So fuck them. Yeah, it's like the Yankees and the Lakers. Pretty much, it's just like yeah, if they lost, I don't give a shit. Um, and the next game here is the opposite of what we just watched. This one was ridiculous. Oh, it was a snooze of snooze fests. Bills beat the Saints 31 to 6. Um the Bills needed this really bad. Well, well, yeah, but you know everybody that they beat this year they like beat the fucking brakes off of. Yeah. They don't win close games. It's weird. All right, what's the timeline when does Taysom Hill get to start? That's my next question. I don't so they signed him to that weird ass contract. He starts next that? game. He starts next game. No, yeah, no, I mean, I mean, he has to come on. If you're putting up six points and you only score in the fourth quarter, like you have to do something, right? Yeah, dude, the Trevor Simeon thing, he might win you a game. He's a prototypical backup. He, he's supposed to maybe win you a game or two. And then... he looks like he's supposed to be good. Like if you look at him in the face, you're like, yeah, he's quarterback. He's, he's got, got the rose. He's got the Rosen thing. I know. You just look at him and you're like, "Yeah, he can throw 400 yards." That handsome <laughs> fucking mullet, man. Didn't work out. Didn't. Work he is out. handsome though. At least he's got that. Yeah, I mean, hey, yeah, you know, hey, he looks like he's a part of the Peyton Manning family. He does. Yeah, he, he absolutely does. He looks like he could be a long lost cousin of the Manning family. Yeah, he so. does not play like it though. No, he definitely plays like doo doo. And that was the gobble gobble Thanksgiving recap, people. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> All right, need your shell. <laughs> your bear, your bear sounds better than your uh, turkey. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm far more. Yeah, never mind. Never Closer mind. to a bear than a turkey. Let's yeah, move on to just, Sunday. Yeah, let's move on to, move to, on to Sunday. Let's go on, move on to being a tiger. Uh, in a similar game, Bengals just smoked Steelers. Oh, dude, Joey B looked fantastic. That defense lit them up like a fucking Christmas tree. It was great. I mean. And, Steelers usually play to their competition generally. Um, so that's what kind of surprised me about this. Like usually they'll like, you know, they'll put up points if the other team's putting up points and stuff, but 41 to 10, it was kind of like, that's kind of just like, all right, get out of here. Yeah, dude. I mean, listen, big Ben is done. He's it, so toast. It's, it's, it's just, sad. just be done. And, and it's like, it's like the old dog that you want to keep alive, even though yeah. he's going through a lot and he's blind and he's deaf and he's having a hard time walking and his health is failing. And you're like, I still love my dog, but just put him out, man. And he's, I mean, he's, it's, he's, his, his quality of life is no longer good. Like Deontay Johnson put up a decent game and he'll do that. And like Claypool had that nice, uh, a nice reception, but like Najee Harris at 23 yards. Yeah, dude. They, well, they figured out. Okay, take away the run and make Big Ben throw, and he can't. And he can't. Yeah. Hey, you want who got a catch in this game too? Hey, who? Anthony Miller. God bless him. Shout out to that guy. <laughs> Shout out to that <laughs> old guy. Friend being alert. An absolute yeah. head case and old punching people alert. in the face with helmets and dropping Love balls it. in the end zone. Beast. <laughs> and as Matt Nagy would say, you know, 
we as a team really feel as if that, you know, uh, anybody who has a me moment is not supposed to be on the team because sure, Emini are in the, the team thing. You know, he's a fucking linguistic giant. He could be but, back uh, in the starting lineup if he kisses me on the forehead. Twice. It was a very mean, <laughs> me thing to do. So he ain't going to be a part of this team anymore. Yeah, no shit. And by the way, we spent a fucking second or third round draft pick on that piece. I liked him when he played. Yeah, but he was like, "Oh, the Memphis guy." Yeah, he sucks. He was good uh, for the first year. He was um, good in I the want, first year, but that's it. I really want you to introduce this game here. This you know what? Year. If you want to hate on the Panthers, be be my no, guest. No, no, I, no, no, no. I'm not hating on the Panthers. I'm doing the opposite, actually. All right, Vince. Before this week was like, dude, the Dolphins are about to go on a run here. I'm like, you think? He's like, dude, I'm telling you. And I didn't believe him. But well, you're like, that's I'm, bullshit. Because I said that like three weeks ago, too. And I was like, they're going to win. And then they won like, nah. And then this week? Well, dude, so three, guy. three. No, I'm just saying three weeks ago, they were two and seven. Yeah, dude. I, I think Tua <laughs> is the starting quarterback to be here. And, and I think they, they realize they, they have to roll with him now. And I think, I don't know if he's the future, but this season, he is the future. So you got to move forward. It seems like him and this team are kind of starting to gel. They're going more RPO. Jaylen Dude, they look like they got that connection back, huh? Yeah. And Tua only threw four incompletions. Well, he didn't. Isn't that crazy? To... I mean, okay. He threw the ball 31 times. Well, that's impressive. 27 and 31 with the TD and 230? That's a great that? defense, too. That's a great defense. Yeah. And I'm not going to lie, I really snoozed on that game. I took... You know, I took the Carolina defense in fantasy. I was like, ooh, I know something everybody else does. And boy, <laughs> was I disappointed. Um, so, yeah, definitely a snooze fest for me on the fantasy. Don't even want to talk about it anymore. Um, but, yeah, definitely a hell of a game. Um, Dolphins look like they're about to make another run. So, Dude, and they have some it. of the coolest jerseys in all of the NFL. So when the team's just clicking and they're just beasting in those blue jerseys, I'm just like, yes. It's like a sexual mm. feeling to me. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And also, I don't know. I like anybody in the AFC East except for one stupid ass team, but whatever. Uh, I'm sorry. You get you bring, you start the Marvin Gaye. I can't. He's singing the Marvin. He's singing Marvin to me right now. What's going on? What's going on, Vince? Wanna know what's going on? The Giants Eagles game was a real shit fest. <laughs> and who was the one who was like the Giants at home? That defense is what's up. And I went against my own fucking words. And I would have won this week if I fucking said that the fucking Eagles were gonna lose. Uh, and I should if anybody goes back and listens to that, I am I eat my claw. Yeah, you talked yourself out of it. I did, uh, I legit. Jalen Hurts look looked good. Looked um, suspect. Couldn't no, no, throw the last the couple the last couple weeks he looked good, and then Yeah. It's weird with him. It's like there's no in between. He doesn't really well, have they, a normal game. When they take away him running the football. Yeah. Okay, throw it. He can't throw the ball more than 20 yards down the field. Let's face it. He doesn't have deep ball accuracy. He just kind of fucking, he's got a great arm strength. Yeah. But it's very uh, Drew Locke where he just fucking throws it up there and hopes for the best. Yeah, I mean, three INTs against the it's Giants is not going to do it. Um Really, the running game didn't do shit. Jalen Hurts was the leading runner, rusher of the team. I mean, Boston Scott, 15 carries. Miles Sanders had nine carries. and Miles Sanders broke off some big runs. I mean, he really yeah, did. Yeah, but that's the thing, too, is he broke off, like, three big runs, and the rest of them were one yard. Yeah. So, And he just came back from injury, so, I, you know, it's with a grain of salt. But something about Miles Sanders, 
Like, I want him to be good, and he's passing the eye test, and then he's, he just doesn't really. He's made a He doesn't really do it. He's he doesn't like, really do it. Yeah. He's he's very similar to, you know, uh, over there at CMT, C. McCaffrey. You know, McCaffrey. Yeah, he's great worse. He, I, I mean, dude, he's out for the year again. Yeah. Fantasy no, I, owners I, are just so done with him in the future. You have to have PTSD to draft his ass ever again. Hell no. He's not getting a one overall. No. Um, One thing, dude, Jalen Rager. Was such a bad draft pick, dude. He if it's <laughs> if he doesn't drop that pass, the game's over. Like yeah. it's over right there. They win. Yep. Boom. He ruined he ruined it for them. And it's you like blew it. And you know in Philly too, just because like the Philly sensibilities, oh, like they're gonna eat. They're his sitting ass. there. And they're like, we could have had fucking Jefferson. He could have fucking <laughs> Justin Jefferson was picked one pick after Jalen Rager. And if you're, I know things change if you add a different guy, but if you have Justin Jefferson. Devontae Smith just like taking care of business. Dallas Goddard as a tight end, like that's a solid offense. And Jalen Rager just isn't it? I don't know. Well, listen, I I do believe that that was like just terrible intel in their draft Stupid. room. Whoever made that decision needs to be fired. Well, didn't chances they want to trade up for? They wanted to trade up for. Uh, CD Lamb initially. Well, who wouldn't want CD Lamb? I mean, CD Lamb at OU was just Justin a Jefferson stud was a freak. their third wide receiver pick. Dude, Justin Jefferson was a stud with a quarterback and played in a major conference. So I don't know why anybody would have slept on him. Jalen, that's Rager, what I'm I, saying. I think he played for like no one big. Yeah, I don't even remember where he went to college. Exactly. But I just it's remember really on draft night people were like, "Huh? Yeah, and like, he's going to get Jalen Rager over." He's not gonna. Get, I mean, he's not gonna get cut, dude. He'll he's he's to not him, gonna but... be with the team next year. You think? I know. He's not gonna be with the team because he hasn't proven himself, and he sucks. And in the times where he needs to be on, he drops passes that go literally right through his fucking hands. He heard footsteps. Yeah. Duh, yeah. That's such a brutal reality to have to live with from your first round draft pick, dude. It happens all the time, man. I know. Hey, Kevin happens. White, man. Kevin White, <laughs> Jamarcus Russell. I mean, the list goes. They on held on and to and him and way on. too long. Oh, a lot of people did, and then he tried to make like a comeback and had the ESPN documentary. He's like, "Sign me, please, sign me, please." And they're like, and "No, you like, suck." Absolutely no. You didn't even watch the tape in your rookie season. <laughs> yeah, they put in a fake. T- they put in. They gave him fake tape, and it was like, "Oh, you watch it? Oh, yeah, I watched it." Yeah, no, he thought he could just do what he did in college. And to be an NFL player, you have to be the guy. Yeah. Um, but what I will say is we both slept on the Patriots and I'm no longer doing so because they have arrived and they are back and they're most likely going to win that division. I don't even think I slept on the Patriots. It's just like, I just don't want them to be good. Well, they're but back. they are so good. They bet. And it pisses me off. Mac Jones is so efficient. He looks so goddamn good. And it's obvious. It's like the offense. I mean, I'm not going to give it all to him, but they're kind of like, you know, loosening up the rope a little bit, letting him throw around a little bit more. And just like seeing him like make plays, make reads and be like, no, no, no. Boom. He just like hits it immediately. He's got decent arm strength. It's like, like, how the fuck do they do this? They're just listen. I mean, last year it was like, oh, well, um, you know, they've given up on the hope of coming back and Bill's going to be ready to hand it off to McDaniel. No, he's not. It, last year, Bill was like, yeah, fuck it. They're not going to have anybody to play in front of anyway. So, yeah, just sit out, sit out Hightower, sit out all these studs on your defense and come back next year and 
be sure to know that I'm fucking loading this thing up heavy because Dude, he went Kyle out and spent more money. Van Noy is an OG on that team, so he knows how I'm it saying. works. I Didn't mean, he leave the McCordy brothers back? Year? Dude, he Van went Noy to the left, Dolphins, left. Yeah, and then the and Dolphins he, cut him. Because he sucked on the Dolphins. No, he wasn't. He was great he was, for them. He was an he integral was, part of the defense. What the fuck are you not, talking about? He was not that good on the Dolphins. Yes, he, he was. much better on the Patriots. Dude, I'm just saying, Van Oy is a glue guy. He is good. And you need a guy like that for your defense to come together. And he, he just knows his role and he plays it very well. And the Dolphins really snoozed on him and they cut him. And he's like, fuck it. I'm going to go back and play for Bill. And it's the best decision he ever made. I mean, yeah, he's he fits like a glove there. Yeah. Um, they're back. Ship ship bowl of the week. Falcons Jaguars. I was right. You were wrong. <laughs> yeah, I just kind of wanted the Jags to win. I don't know. It was it was a crapshoot, dude. The Falcons scored like three points in the last three weeks. Yeah, man. I I just I believe that the Falcons are, you know, their trash wagon is Norman Nate would say. Shout out Norman yeah. Nate. Um, trash wagon, and so are the Jaguars. But I mean, I knew the Falcons were going to win this game just based off experience, and the Jaguars are totally done. Urban Meyer's going to go get a college job next year. Let's face it. Um, either that or he'll take a year off and then go get the newest college job that'll be available in 2023. He wants so. that Notre Dame one. That's a little leak into our uh college football show. Yeah, that we recorded. Yeah, it's going to um, drop on Friday. It's a double busy uh, night for us. Yeah, it's a double episode thing. So we're gonna do uh we're gonna drop this episode as well as the college football episode with our friend Norman Nate. Um kind of breaking down everything about US or USC, Oklahoma, Notre Dame, LSU, all that jazz going on. But check that one out. Shameless plug in the middle of it. This is where an ad would go, but we don't have ads yet because we aren't cool. Well, I mean, we're on episode 22s. I know. And I mean, usually most podcasts don't get notoriety until like 100. So we got a fucking way to go here, people. So we appreciate all the OGs that stuck with us from the beginning. We ain't going nowhere. All right. No matter what happens here. We ain't going nowhere. Hell no. To the no, no, (laughs) no. Oh, Jesus. (laughs) <laughs> sorry i got There's into the hell now to the no no there and i knocked over my microphone too many hand movements too many hand movements there we go <laughs> how do i sound people am i back you're back for sure all right let's go to the next game colts bucks i thought the colts had the juice thought they did in the first half looked really promising and then tom just comes back and does tom stuff and this is always what happens when i bet against fucking tom yeah, I don't know why you did that. Uh, yeah, you actually, that. you love your Colts, though. Um, it was a close they, game, man. Even, that's what I was going to say. Even Carson Wentz just goes back and does fucking Carson Wentz stuff. Yeah. Even though they lost, they still looked so good. And I think this was kind of a statement loss, if that makes sense. Um, yeah, I mean, they, they show that they can play with good teams. And, you know, it'll be interesting to see, you know, their next few, how they wind up, right? You know, they're still looking strong in their division. They're, yeah. you know, uh, two games out of first. And... Especially with that Titans loss this week, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I think, you know what? They got a nice tune-up game next week against the Texans. They're going to roll mm-hmm. in there, fucking roll. And then they got the Pats. That's going to be a really good game, by the way. December 18th. That's the week, yeah. week before Christmas. Primetime game. That's going to be a hell of a game, people. I mean, it's no, it's no Brady Manning, but <laughs> shit. No, but <laughs> it'll be you fun. Know, it's no, nothing was ever Brady Manning, and, and to anybody here who 
got a chance to watch that growing up. God bless, because it was a hell of a oh, time. Man. Hell so of a cool. time. Hell of a so time good. to be alive. Great football. But yeah, no, Colts just didn't have it done. JTT, Jonathan Taylor goes out, does what he does. But I mean, who would have thought that Lenny Fournette comes up, puts up four tutties? Every now and then he just comes out and just fucks everybody up for a game. It's awesome. I love that guy. I'm I'm a big fan of Leonard Fournette. Is that like play script? Because it seems like what the Bucks do is like they they think about the run sometimes or they're all in on the run. I feel like and I've read stuff about it too, but like there's a lot of kind of Arians, kind of Brady, make moves when you're at the line. I th- really do think that Tom Brady can read defenses. I mean, obviously he can. I don't think that's a think. I think it's a he's confident a wizard. Yeah. He's a wizard at doing that. So I think he probably was just like, shit, they're playing pass this whole time. And the Colts defense is damn good. So <clears throat> they probably just kind of like let him off. They're like, you know what? It's the Lenny game. And until they figure out how to stop it, we're just going to keep going. And that's what they did. They ran it up their asses the whole time. Mm, yeah, no, I agree. I think uh, I think that Tom knows how to exploit your your weaknesses and you know, they didn't really come in with a amazing scheme against them. So if you don't do that, you're not really going to beat the goats. So, yeah, it's just kind of what it goes. And then, you know, moving on to to the Texans, moving on to Houston with the 22s. I mean, this game was just <laughs> like the talk about a toilet bowl. Uh, hey, we both Zach we both. Yeah. And, and you know what? <laughs> I even preempted it in saying if Zachy's back. They have a legitimate shot and he looked good. I mean, he had the worst interception of all time. Yeah, I mean, oh. you know, it's the Jets. <laughs> I uh, and I think doing? we both we think we both kind of agreed on this too, or like it could have gone either way, and neither of us would have been surprised. I mean, it's a three eight team versus a two nine team right now. So, and like if you're going Zach Wilson versus Terod Taylor, and I mean, granted, Terod Taylor didn't even look that bad, uh, if I'm being honest. But no, I don't know. It's kind of just like a. Like the the Texans come out and they're leading after the half, and then they couldn't score for the whole second half. <laughs> like it was just over. It was well, very yeah. weird. That Lovey Smith ran defense out there, and uh, the Texans shout out. That was quite a boring game. I think that's oh, well. really all I have to say about that. <laughs> I mean that that head coach. I I forget his name. He's not even rememberable. I mean, dude, he is just like it's fourth oh, and Cully, one. Right? Cully? Cully, yeah. He's so yeah. old school. It's just like, well, it's fourth and one. Just punt it. I mean, yeah. no he's, balls. He seems so lame. No I don't balls. have any reason behind it, but he seems like he's the worst guy to talk to. Reach down in between your pants, see if you got a pair, and let's go for it <laughs> on fourth and one, okay? Please, That's all I got. For me, for for, me. Just one time, people. Just one effing time. You know, that's all I got. So, you know, for me, that game, snoozer. Now, this yeah. game, I think, may have been the biggest surprise of the weekend. What? I, Dude, what's up with the Chargers? They always do what's this. What's going on? They, they do this. They're just and, a young team, funny. young coach, great defense that they that they, put, they went up against. and just Shout out to Norman Nate, because, again, another thing. Guy's a Chargers fan because he's from San Diego. Plug and it an again. O, and an OU fan. So we talked about it a little bit in there. but Hence Norman Chargers, Nate. Chargers drop it against Denver Broncos, and then <laughs> Oklahoma loses their coach. It's a real pain in the ass. But it's everybody was so high on the Chargers at the beginning of the year. They looked so yeah. good last year. I mean, no, we were. No, we were, dude. I mean, listen, I still don't am. you forget. They still I know. have an opportunity to win the division. They're only a game out. Yeah, but it's getting harder every time they lose like this, and they're not yeah. losing to to that many good teams. 
That's the problem. They play the Chiefs well for the record. So I think, you know, there's the thing. They've boat raced the Chiefs basically every time they've played them. So you can't snooze on that. I mean, last time they played them was in September, though. So Well, it's going to be a That's lot a- different game. If that defense comes out, I, I just still think, though, the Chargers, man, they, um, they don't play really good defense as well, and that's shown. Although they did put up like a 40-burger on the Pittsburgh Steelers. But then mm-hmm. again, I think the Steelers are on a downward spiral. They're, yeah, they're... And they only it's won over. by four. And they only won by four. Yeah. Against the Steelers. Like, and if you look back at their game log, like the games they lose, they lose by a lot. But a lot of the games they win, they only win by one score, you know? So I don't know. It'll be something to monitor as it goes forward. But I, the confidence I had in the Chargers at the beginning of the season is no longer here for me. I still have a lot of faith in Mike King, aka Justin Herbert. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I feel as if they're they're gonna get close. They might get the wild one of the wild cards in the AFC, and you know a lot of big toss up names going into that right now. I mean, hell, the Bills might be a wild card at this point. They're looking likely that they're I mean, be dude, a wild they, card. the think about that. Who would have thought that the Bills are supposed to be a fucking wild card? And don't say it yet, but the Dolphins are on fire. Just <sighs> Dolphins have a have to go up in that division quite a bit. Yeah. They yeah. gotta they gotta get some big wins, and I don't think they got the team to do it. So no, it's just it's possible. I would just say keep an eye on it, you know. All right, I'm gonna let you introduce this. <laughs> this game. <laughs> who wrote, I, who wrote them off? I I don't uh-huh. know. I uh-huh. again I say this every uh-huh. week. This is literally uh-huh. the fifth week I've said this. The Vikings are the most confusing team in the NFL. Mm-hmm. 49ers came out and they they showed up. It was badass. It was really badass. Yeah, they're bad. Um, I mean, Jimmy G had a Jimmy G game. He kept them to less than 30 passes. He kind of just did what he needed to do. He managed the game. That third quarter was ridiculous. Everybody oh, yeah. was scoring in the third quarter. Oh, yeah. Eli Mitchell looked legit. Um, if he can stay healthy, because we know about that backfield and how everybody gets injured. Um, and Debo Samuel might be a running back now. <laughs> Debo Samuel does it all. He's the Swiss Army man of football. It's I love badass. It. He's I love great. It. Well, I just love the way that you know. Uh, I just love the way that they use him. I think it's great. I think that they they throw him all over the place, you know, and and they, they just do a bunch of fun shit with him because he's such a dynamic athlete. Mm-hmm. And yeah. like. I, Again, I mean, they didn't pass much. Yeah. Like again, it was kind of just like take care of the game, you know, manage it the well, way they got to. Typical do it. Shanahan led run. Yeah. I mean, Which it's will... a typical run the football, you know, good play defense. action, good defense, and then Kirk Cousins, man, dude. Kirk Cousins, why does he always do the most Kirk Cousins shit? Of That's all what time? I'm saying, dude. Like last week, he looked like a world beater, and then this week he lined up behind his right t- or right guard. <laughs> Hey, dude, it was the annexation of Puerto Rico. <laughs> was cra- I thought they were playing Wildcat, and I'm like, no, I, don't think you- I think that's an illegal formation. <laughs> it was the annexation of Puerto Rico. That was crazy. So people that didn't see, Kirk Cousins just walks up to his right guard and just shoves his hands under his ass. Are we snoozing <laughs> on my little Giants reference right now? Yes. Oh, yeah. What the fuck? What? The annexation of Puerto Rico is from the movie The Little Giants, yes, and that's is. a part of that. Where you line up under the wrong person and then they snap the ball to the running back. I, I was gonna say that, yeah. Uh-huh. Just saying. <laughs> no, I Shout actually have no. Giants. I have no. I don't have much recollection of Little Giants. If I'm being uh, honest, see, I haven't seen I, it in a long time. That's why I'm I was, older than you. I was a boy. 
I did I was, see it though. He was a baby boy. Yes. Uh. Yeah. So Kirk Cousins, they're paying him a lot of money to line up behind the wrong player, which I believe is in legal form. Still got two interceptions. Yeah, and and the thing is, is next week he might come out and just start throw killing. the fucking ball, Kirk. He might just start killing next week, so we'll throw the fucking ball. Actually, I think they have a bye next week. If I'm being honest, no, so I think they need no. They're it. playing the Lions. They're going to destroy him. Okay. And then Mike Zimmer comes out. Mike Zimmer comes out after he got his wicked hot girlfriend and starts blasting them. They were holding on every play, and then I just loved, absolutely loved Kittle's response. He's like, "We're all grown men here." coach better i was like i fucking love this guy oh dude george kittle is a consistently the shit i love consistent i mean that's all i got with that so the fact that he called out zim um if i'm if i'm kittle i'm potentially winking at his girlfriend at the press box she'll probably love it too give me a call he's a big boy he's got the flow too he's dope but uh moving forward yeah we got uh Maybe the NFC Championship matchup here. We'll nope. see. Nope. Nope. Rams are looking rough. Dude, is uh, it is it a thought process that the Rams potentially do not make the playoffs this year? Because of Odell, dude. He's a fucking cancer, bro. <laughs> any team up. he goes to, they're like, oh, we got to get the ball to Odell. We got to get the ball to Odell. He fucked him up. Pick six, interception. Dude, they're like the Dodgers of the NFL. But that seven doesn't and four. work in the NFL because yeah, you I mean, have it to play it as a team. Work in the MLB either. If we're thinking about it, well, they want co- They want in a COVID year. Yeah, um, it, true. It's sixty games. It doesn't count in true. my opinion. It's a but, season. Um, yeah, twenty-eight thirty-six. Packers take it. They're nine and three. Packers are the best team in the NFC probably, and it pisses me off. But uh, it pisses me off too. But at the end of the day, I, it is what it is. I, I call that one. Can't deny. I call that, I call that one. Um, at least for right now, there's a lot of football left, but Stafford threw the ball a lot. He had a lot of yards. It didn't seem to matter much. Uh, he got three TDs. Like it was all right. It was just, I don't know. The, the Packers were kind of in charge this whole game. Charlie and Chowge, dude. And it really, it really wasn't this close until the end of the game. I mean, honestly, the Packers went up 10 and then you kind of knew from there it was over. Right. Well, yeah, and then like the Rams got that like late game, but then again, bump. dude, but the Packers in my eyes, they're going to the Super Bowl because right now they are down two Pro Bowl defensive players, a tight end, and I mean, I I just don't know what more to say other than they look like they got all the pieces to make it happen. Yeah, but they got to win an NFC Championship first, and we know how hard it is for them to do that. So and you know who you got to play it to. Zagot. But I will say this: if they get Jair Alexander healthy again, I'm just saying they're going to be something to fuck with out there. So. I don't think you're wrong at all. Yeah, um, weird AFC North matchup here. Oh god, what an awful game this was to watch. Yeah, such it's... a snooze fest. How does your defense get four interceptions and you lose the game? I, the Browns, I feel bad for like i feel bad about being a bears fan but being a browns fan fuck at least they have a winning record it's difficult to feel that bad yeah i'm talking historically they don't even have a winning record too they're 500 right now well they're 500 but still it's better than doesn't count as a winning record 500 is even kid um Uh. baker looked 
Yeah. <laughs> Baker's <laughs> Baker is yeah. just so hobbled right now. I if anything, he's I feel in, bad he for is, Baker. He's injured. He's Bro- definitely like, injured. it's a laundry list of injuries. He has yeah. a broken toe. He has a fucked up knee. He has a fucked up shoulder. He I mean, just the list goes on and on and on. And Lamar looked bad. Well, Lamar was sick last week, and I think he was a little bit of a hangover from last yeah, week. I mean, this week. Yeah, I'm just I'm, I'm just saying in general, it's like they well, kind of pulled out this game out of their ass, and like that's kind of a for an eight and three team. That's I would almost guarantee they win the division at this point. Unless oh yeah. the Bengals start going off, but like, well, the Bengals are right there, man. I mean, the Bengals. That's, that's are what I'm saying. Squad. It's it's not impossible that the they Bengals, don't win it. And but, the Bengals knocked their brakes off when they played them last. Yes, they did. Um, but I'm just saying, like, defense takes care of biz- takes care of business. That Every Browns day. defense is pretty damn good and. Lamar had a horrible game, and they still ended up winning. So it could have some implications. So, dude, the secondary for the Browns is what's up. Like those boys, those Ohio State boys out there are rolling. Yeah, and honestly, their front four were all beasts too. <laughs> well, they signed those. I mean, well, minus yeah, Miles yeah, Garrett, yeah, yeah. but right. Jadavion I mean, but Clowney they they might as well have signed him, signed him. Like they were going to get the first pick, and he was going to be the first pick. So yeah, of course, freak, freak of nature, absolute freak of a human being, freak of an athlete, just genetics are just at dumb wow. good wow yeah well to wrap it up yes and to kind of wrap up this whole thing i think it's pretty safe to say that the seahawks dynasty seahawks era whatever this you want to call so it over. it's over so over and guess Pete's who's in the playoffs go. guess who's in the playoffs right now who the washington football team heineke Dude, they're in the playoffs. If season ended today, they're playing a playoff game. So one of my guys from St. Louis at, at work, he was reminding me that uh, Taylor Heineke was actually the backup quarterback for the St. Louis Battlehawks of the uh, XFL before COVID hit. What? He was the backup. Was that when he came into the league? That's when he was a backup in the XFL. Well, and yeah, his but whole thing. He... Go ahead. No, I was just I don't I don't even I know nothing about the guy. I don't even know where he went to college or anything. I'm not knowing about the college. I just do know that he had a short stint in the XFL. Yeah. Okay. And his thing in the locker room was seltzer showers. He would cover himself in seltzers? No, like natty seltzers. So after a win, he would natty shower basically the what? the team. Yeah. That's amazing. What? He might yeah. be my best friend. Yeah, dude, uh, he's a G, and you know he wears number four because Brett Favre cause is his ready. guy. Yeah, and yeah, dude, it's uh, it's pretty interesting. Yo, he. So I know he played for the for the Panthers a couple years ago. That I do know because Cam was taken out because of injury, but he was on the Vikings, Patriots, and Texans before. Dude, he just kind of jumped around. Like he he was never anybody that you know really got an opportunity. Still a he, young guy. He's yeah, he's twenty eight. Old Dominion. That's what I'm saying. He went to Old Dominion. Like, dude, this guy's kind of a badass. Like, I want him to be good. I want him to be good too. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I'm, a, he, I'm a fan of one of those stories. It's difficult. It's difficult to like not like a guy who you know not only was a XFL backup and now starting in the NFL, but he yeah, also the St. Louis Battlehawks. <laughs> 
For real. And we would be remiss because this game was just awesome for the Washington football team. And I hope Heineke gets his chance now to actually finish the deal. But we would be remiss if we didn't talk about what happened to St. Louis uh, this past week uh, with the settlement that they had. Okay. With the NFL. Fill us in, Michael. For almost a like billion dollars, basically. Yeah, I mean, it was like seven hundred and fifty-eight million or some shit that they settled out of court. It's their right to as well. But a lot and of people are pissed in St. Louis though because they're like, "Yo, give us a team again." Well, give us a team, but the problem is, is they a lot of people said that it was going to be like a bill, if not two bill. Oh yeah, if they decided to go through with it, and that's what a lot of lawyers and stuff were predicting. So a lot of is people, that a lot of people or is that a lot of ro- a lot of lawyers that wanted to work for that? Cause that's a big payday. I guess it was I two just... law firms that worked on this and they came to the settlement and went back to the city of St. Louis. Dude, and was like, listen, this is probably the best you're going to get. I was going to say, if you can get anywhere near the number you're looking for and you don't have to go to court through it all day. <laughs> like, Dude, <laughs> I know, but like, God, what I've got into the wrong profession. Well, yeah, those lawyers, those senior too. lawyers, dude, just probably got like two hundred and fifty million. I mean, well, yeah, but I mean, insane. You know, there's it's dime a dozen there. But well, how still. does this help the city of St. Louis, though? That's my question because now they have to divvy up this money throughout, you know, all the local counties and all the bullshit with it. Yeah, I mean, so it's... basically, the city of St. Louis, you're, you're going to get a new sidewalk. You're not going to get a fucking football team. You're getting new sidewalks from I mean, the they, NFL. I think they made it pretty apparent they were going to bring another football team there. Like, if they're going to expand, they got to add two teams. No, they're actually in discussions of at, at, adding four, Vinny. Four? Yeah, the, there's still, talks. St. Louis? It would make sense, and it would be doing that city of solid again to give them a team because they fucked them hard. Well, yeah, and that was the point I was making before. It's like, if you can go get the money... Go get the money because they fucked him over and they did not follow the rules. And that kind of sets a precedent too. if it's like we're just going to rip teams out of a place and send them over somewhere else. Like can't do that. There's like there's lawful action that can be made beyond that. And that's what they did and all power to them. But I don't know. It didn't seem like uh, there was a lot of Rams fans, but it didn't really seem like it was. Well, think about Very greatest fruitful. show on turf, the Marts era, you know, well, that right. Whole thing. No, I, I love the meal. teams. I'm saying like as far as like. The infrastructure is fine. It's just like Kurt fucking Warner. Is there enough? Is there enough money in St. Louis to be running a football team in? There was in the past, and I mean, even even though you know the Adi, the adios motherfuckers email threads came out. I mean, yeah, Cronky knew what he was doing from the jump. That guy's got more money than he knows what to do with. It's all big boys clubs, so they knew what they were and doing. The Rams, from the, jump. the Rams belong in California. Let's be honest. I guess, dude. I don't know. Growing up in a Midwest town and, you know, knowing the St. Louis Rams to be the St. Yeah. Louis Rams, you know. Historically, though. But listen, if they do end up putting a team in the UK, which is highly possible, by dude, the way. Dude, that's so stupid. The NFL that's wants so... it, dude. I know they, they do. It. And the and Jaguars there's... would be the first to get the fuck out of town. Yeah. And there's so many people out there that want it, too. But it's so the... dumb. Like instead the, of Duval, it'd be Duval. No one's gonna, no one's gonna sign there. Hell no, nobody's gonna sign there. Oh, do the time. If you get drafted there, then you're the fucked. Balls. Right, exactly. Every week you're gonna fly to America. And Basically, who wants to eat that gotta... shitty food all the time, especially right, if you're a southern boy? There. 
Right. Yeah, dude. You go from eating fucking gumbo and fucking fried chicken, just like delicious ass shit. And then you go out there and they're like, we've got you a shepherd's pie and we undercooked it. And you're like, fuck off. You're like, fuck <laughs> this shit. I don't want boiled potatoes. And like, in as far as like logistics are concerned, they they would have to. Wait, what is it now? It's 17 games, but they would basically have to play like nine games on the road and then eight Supposedly, games. Supposedly, like, the, what are these the thought process do? would be 18 games. Or but even 20, so, what are you going to do? Nine, nine in the states, and then nine in Either like what that are you going to do? Two bye weeks, you know, you'd make you it up be somewhere. Doing seven I guess. hour flights back and forth. The NFL wants it, bro. They fucking want it. That's crazy. To I'm me. telling you right now, they want it so bad. There's so much money with it. I mean, dude, think about it. They're like fucking Doctor yeah. Evil sitting yeah. back, Goodell and those guys just ha ha ha, just laughing all over the place because I mean, basically, they just got the whole league by the balls. They can do whatever the, the fuck they want. The logistics are crazy. Oh, the logistics are impossible. How um, funny would it be if, like, they reversed Ted Lasso? Like, <laughs> like they had, like, a soccer coach become an NFL coach. <laughs> that would be such you a You bloody mess. wankers better get it yeah. together. Like, <laughs> a fucking Irish guy <laughs> comes out. Oh, fuck, it? I tell you. Hit him. We do that shit in rugby all the time. <laughs> All right, we got to right. move on. That's that on that. We got some week 13 picks to do. Uh, do you feel like you're coming back this week? Mike? I'm 100% coming back this week. Let's send it. All right, so Cowboys at Saints. Who do you got? I'm taking the Cowboys. Yeah, the Saints looked so bad last they week. booty. So bad. <clears throat> All right, Colts-Texans. I'm going to pick the Colts. Yep, again, another one of those where, like, you pick the ones that and are just, We're going to pick Vikings, the next one. Lions. Vikings, Vikings. <clears throat> as long as Kirk Cousins knows that there's a center and a guard, we're good. Yep. Dolphins, Giants. Giants. Really? I'm taking the I'm Giants. Take, that defense I'm, looks stout. Let's go. I am I am running with the boys. I know you are. Right but that defense is going to wake up to it and those boys real quick. I'm rolling with the we'll Giants. See. We'll see. Buccaneers, Falcons? Bucks. Yeah, if anybody takes the Falcons on there, they're either trying to get minus 5,000 or they don't believe in it. Broncos, Chiefs. Chiefs. At Chiefs. 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 I'm going to start doing that, too, because everybody deserves to know where the game's at. So, boom. I took the Chiefs as well. So, we got the Eagles visiting the Jets. The Jets are still trying to get a first-round draft pick, second second pick or something, first pick. I, I still think it's going to be the Eagles. I think the Eagles I mean, bounce back this week. All right, I agree. So, so far, we're about halfway through, and we have one disagreement, so that's great. Cardinals-Bears. Oh, Kyler might be back this week. Might be back. Not a confirmed. Might, might be back. back? Yeah. Let's After see. After their bye. It's going to be 46 and raining on Sunday. Ooh, look at the weather guy. We should start doing weather. I'm taking the. Yeah, do it. I'm taking the fucking bears, dude. You're Let's go. A... Let's go. You're dumbass. Somebody clip this so we can so I can call him a dumbass. I'm I the hope I, I really hope I'm right. The, and the... at this point, I have nothing to lose. Sometimes you got to go out on a fucking whim. At this point, too, for me, it's I have the Cardinals in the playoffs going all the way. So. I have to pick them. Uh, Cardinals are t- beating the Bears. No, Chargers. no, no. I go back. No, no. Nope, can't change it. No, it's a set. Right. It's set. It's set, right. buddy. I don't know what right. to tell you. All right, all right. <laughs> Lock it in. Let's go. Oh, Bears. <laughs> Chargers and Bengals. I'm going to pick the Bengals. Yeah. I, 
Dude, you can agree these, with me, are you? No, I'm absolutely agreeing with you. These Chargers don't look good right now. Don't Bengals, worry about Bengals look legit, man. Bengals look really good. Uh, Washington football team versus the Raiders. The Raiders. I'm rolling with the Heineke train. I'm going to take Washington to go three in a row here. Mike. Goddamn. Heineke's my guy. (laughs) Just saying. We got Jacksonville going to Los Angeles and playing well, who, the Rams. Who, you going to tell the world who you're picking? You going Washington? I picked Washington, too? obviously. Uh, I love right. Heineke. It's Heineke season, baby. All right, all right. I'm I'm taking the Rams, of course. Yeah. Uh, Urban, Urban Meyer, Urban Meyer, just taking out Sean McVay in Los Angeles. Yeah, no chance. No chance. Uh, a really good matchup about ten years ago. Not anymore. Ravens Steelers. Ravens Lamar yeah. runs all it's over. It's so easy. Yeah. Same quarterback in Pittsburgh. Way different quarterback in Baltimore right now. He's no Flacco. All right. Uh, we got the San Francisco 49ers going to Seattle. Uh, 49ers. Yeah. Seattle is used goods right now. And probably the matchup of the week. Matchup of the week. Monday night football matchup. Patriots at Bills in Buffalo. Always going Pats. Let's go. I'm taking Buffalo. In Buffalo? Let's easy. go. Nope. Mac Mac does Mac Daddy shit. So, correct me if I'm wrong here, but we only have two two disagreements. Two disagreements. Which... No, three disagreements, actually. Oh, because you took the Giants. <laughs> and I took the Giants. Yeah. And I'm taking yeah, yeah. Pats. Yeah. Don't All fade right, we'll me. See. We'll <laughs> see. Don't fade Mike. He's going to do great this week. I am going to do great this week. All right. Shall we uh, move on to our favorite segment? Bears Corner. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Yeah. That All right. So shit. I want to start this really quick. Um, that patch.com article was wrong. <laughs> well, no shit. Yeah. Matt Nagy is still the coach of, of the Chicago is. Bears. Of course. We couldn't get that fucking lucky. No. He's such trash. And then not only on top of that, the entire organization just panicked and showed how fucking feeble and weak that they are as an organization as a whole. And George McCassie comes and announces to the team like, you know, hey, no, those reports are incorrect. Matt's still the coach. And even guys after George said that to the entire team went up to Nagy and were like, yo, bro, thank you. We really had a good yeah. time coaching. With, you know, See, coaching that's with, the thing you. for me. It's like they might have told him that. And then, uh, and then it got leaked. And, then it got leaked and they were like, nope, not showing our hand. No chance. Because then, then every time that guy posts something, it's going to be like, it's true. He already knew. Yeah, so no, I, think, I, think they're just, I think they're just backpedaled. Yeah, man, listen. We're a 4-7 and seven team. Um, Matt has a chance to potentially show what he's got from a play-calling perspective. If I'm him, I'm taking it over because I know my days are numbered. Yeah. And I'm just going to fucking send it. Take control of your destiny at this point. Take control of your destiny. No balls. Just fucking take care of your shit. Be a man. Say, you know what? I'm taking over the play column for the rest of this fucking season. Sack the fuck up and maybe go 7-1 and one because that's our I only will, chance. That's what I was going to say. I will say, like, they don't have a draft pick this year. And he's fighting for his job. So there's like a. Just take there's it a, over. You have there's nothing a ten, to There's lose. a 10% chance. Yeah, exactly. He does that, and he's just balls to the wall. He's it's like, like me picking them this week. I have nothing fucking to lose. And there's a, honestly there's honestly a decent chance they might win. Who there fucking is knows? honestly a decent chance they might win because the weather's in their favor. Kyler mm-hmm. still might be hurt. And chances are we're just going to go out and play it safe like we usually do, and it's going to be a low-scoring fucking game. I don't think they're playing it safe anymore, bud. 
No, I think no risk it, no biscuit at this point. What the fuck do you yeah. have to lose? If he, he's out, he's out. But I really want to know what happened in that meeting between him and management just because if he I don't know he's if still... there was much of anything. I think there was this reporter who wanted to roll with a potential inside beat that he got. Well, the thing is, is he's like a respected reporter before he was even on Patch.com. But not in the he footballs. Was like, he was on like the, what was it, the Sun-Times? Whatever. He was on something like that where like he was a legitimate reporter. So he might have gotten real information. So I think there's there's two things here. Either they didn't say anything to him. And he just, that guy just made it up from the blue or some like random like pro staff guy or somebody on the team was just like, yeah, they told him that. Or they did tell him that and they backpedaled. And now he's just like, well, I'm definitely out after the end of the season. I already think he is, but there's, it's the Bears, so who knows? And he's just going to be like, all right, fuck it. Here we go. I'm playing for my job now. Cause there's no way if he's actually coaching for his job, he's going to call plays the way he's been calling it this year. But I think I'm just too optimistic. Who knows? No, dude, I think he's 100% going to take over play calling. I think he needs to. I don't think there's any reason for him not to at this point. Because if he's gone, Laser's gone too. Fuck yeah, he is. Well, they're all going to be gone. Yeah. He's going to be blow it up, you know, restart entirely. Desan might stay. Desan might stay, but Desan's not that good either. And Desan, if the Bears are smart, what they choose to do you trade Khalil Mack, you trade Akeem Hicks, you trade some of these aging, great defensive players that you have for draft capital. I don't want Pace to who, do that. Who He's not going to be the fucking GM anymore either. He's going to get promoted. Somehow you suck worse and get promoted. I don't know how the <laughs> fuck that works. John but Paxton. he's going to get promoted, right? He's going to do a John Paxton and just move lateral within the organization because that's mm-hmm. their boy. He'll have an opportunity to hire someone that he agrees with. Hopefully they know what the fuck they're doing. If they are smart... They trade what you have, and from there you move forward. You keep Fields and Mooney, and you get rid of everybody else. You keep Maybe Fields, Montgomery. Mooney, and Monty, and Maybe Monty though, because well, you Monty. could probably you could probably get good capital for him. And you then could, and, and, and running backs. He's are a running back, right. a dime a dozen. So it's so. like maybe in maybe in two three years you draft a running back in the third round again, and it works out. But who, you know, who knows? Well, you have a solid core right now with Mooney and Komet. And Justin Fields, I still think, has great potential. And you got to ride oh, out with him yeah. for at least Ferdick's the next not three out years. on him yet at E at all. And, and you know what? Don't sleep on And I've said this from the very beginning. Don't sleep on Ryan Day coming out of college and saying, I'm coaching the fucking Bears with my guy. It's just the college guy doesn't make me optimistic. But then again, he's going to miss the playoffs this year. First time that's happened in a long time. Yeah. I mean, I'm just saying it wouldn't be out of bounds to think Ryan Day is an interviewing for NFL jobs this offseason. Yeah, I'm sure I'm sure he's going to get a couple interviews. My, I my like when's the last time a college head coach came in and besides Harbaugh, besides Harbaugh, leave that out. But when's the last time a college head coach came in and just like changed the whole Saban had a shot in the beginning and he sucked, though. But everybody usually starts at college, though, in some capacity. That's the thing. Well, right, but I'm saying like head coach comes in from college because Bill didn't do that. For no, sure. Bill. Bill didn't do that. Bill started under Bill, right? Parcells. Bill, yeah, and, Parcells, and, and, double and, Bill. Yeah, double Bill. Bill and Bill. Uh, thirty for thirty is amazing, by the way. But it all started there, right? And he, of course, him and Saban played or coached together at Annapolis Navy. Yeah, uh, and, and did that uh, because Bill Belichick's father was a coach there. Well, you know a lot. <laughs> well, I, I, shit's fascinating to me. You got a podcast. <laughs> I do have a podcast. Um, 
But I will say this, maybe a good assistant or a good defensive coordinator, offensive coordinator from a team that knows how to grow quarterback talent because everybody was like, oh, Andy Reid guy. Well, that didn't work. See, that's the thing for me. It's like the best thing in my mind, if you're going to bring in a guy, would be, yeah, he starts in college, but he comes in and starts. Like, if you think about, like, Sean Payton, Sean Payton was a – he he like came in worked for what the Eagles and the Giants. No, no, he he was a Gruden guy. He's, he was a Jay Gruden guy. Well, he started at like started with the San Diego Bucks. State. Started with the Bucks. He went to Kent State. Was a quarterback at Kent State. Right, too little to make it in the league. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he played though. Yeah, he was like tried a out. practice squad. Tried out, yeah. He wasn't drafted, but you know, it's one of those situations where he got a job coaching under John Gruden with the Bucks. And then I don't from, think I don't think he worked worked for the Bucks. Yeah, he did. Sean Payton. Sean Payton worked for the Bucks as like a fucking assistant. Dude. Didn't he come out and start in college? What? The? I think he. Oh no, he he worked for the Eagles when Gruden was the offensive coordinator. I'm and then he went sure. to the Giants, and then the Cowboys, and then went to the Saints. I'm looking at his wiki right now. Are we talking Sean Payton? Yeah. Oh, I thought we were talking about the other guy. My bad. I thought we were talking about the head coach <laughs> for the Rams. My but no, bad. he did. He he did. Uh, oh, McVay. Yeah, McVay. I thought it was just different. Sean. My bad. Sean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, McVay but still, is a Gruden guy. Yeah, but but Sean Payton came in, worked college. Then Sean he went to Payton the is a Parcells guy. He went to the Eagles and worked under Gruden, technically, technically. and Bill Callahan. Bill Callahan, yeah. and but then he he worked under Parcells at Dallas, and then went to the Saints. Right. But even so, like Tomlin's the same thing. Sorry, I got my Sean's fucked up there. <laughs> You're good. Uh, it's still the same point. But Tomlin's the same thing. Worked at Memphis, worked at Arkansas State, and then moved into a position stuck. coach situation. Everybody starts I, somewhere, man. It's just for me, like the jump to go from head coach of a college program straight to head coach of the NFL program is hard and i don't think bringing him into a situation like the bears where it's like we sorely need somebody to turn some shit around get a quarterback going like it's gonna be hard for a college guy to come in and have a completely different job because it is you have no recruiting or anything you have to go and they have to sign people you have to draft them and you have to treat them like professionals so that's like where the worry comes in for me where like i need somebody that's been in an nfl offense or an nfl defense or in any capacity you know, it's the Bears. You just got to hope. They'll fuck, them. They'll fuck, they'll fuck it up. They'll fuck <laughs> it up. And, you know, at this point, it's just like we just got to pray to whoever we pray to that uh, as Bears fans that they make a right decision on the grace of God. And, and they're only one game out of a playoff. And, hey, we're only one game. <laughs> All right. So moving on, moving Dude, out of Bears corner. By the way, they won. They did win, but it was the Lions. Uh, was I Lions. have really exciting new segment. <laughs> We're going to go over some uh, college basketball here really quick. Uh, the DePaul Blue Demons are 6-0 and to start the season. Looks like they're going to dismantle Duke and take their rightful place as king of college basketball. And that was NCAA basketball. Thank you, everybody. Moving go, on to the go NBA. Go Blue Demons. Go Blue Demons. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with that statement. That was That's my plug. I, I went That's to DePaul. The... I love DePaul. Hey, I got some family members who went to DePaul, didn't do the college, but hey, let's move. Um, let's NBA. The Bulls tied for fifth in the East, but just a game and a half out of first. So it's still early. 
Yes, and, sir. You know, at this point in the game, I mean, it doesn't matter until the summer, basically. Yeah. Or until There's we start a lot to of... approach the spring. The NFL or the NBA is interesting with uh, a lot of guys kind of turned it on at the end of the season. But the Bulls look good. Oh. And they played the Hornets last night, and it was like the the Lamelo versus Lonzo ball bull. And they just kind of took care of business. They've been doing that a lot. They're wow. getting scoring from a lot of different guys, and their defense looks solid. Michael and Jordan scored 30 last night. Dude, that's what he needed, man. We need that. That's what we need Vooch to be. We need Vooch to be a scorer and a guy who, you know, let's face it, he's never going to be a great rebounder. But No, you it's know, not his game. Not his game. That's why I still think we're one piece away. We're a glass eater away and a just boy. grinder away from being there. So if I'm the Bulls at the trade deadline, that's what I'm trying to figure out. You can say this with confidence, though. They're way better than I expected. I mean... I think everybody expected high, um, but not this high. Well, I was expecting like seven. I was thinking about seven seed. I mean, let's well, not right, crown them too soon. I'm just saying. I'm just saying, like, it's the Bulls. The whole, also, the whole change. I know, but the whole changing of the guard thing is always a little worrisome. Um, yeah, but I mean, then and again, like you, we did the D Wade thing. That thing fucked up. We did D Wade when he was damaged goods and old. Right. Right, so this is the point that I'm making because like a lot of people were kind of giving Demar the same thing, and he wasn't damaged by any means. But it was like no. once Antonio didn't do anything, couldn't lead a team, blah blah blah. I think the move basically, and like the way that Denver kind of did it too, is they brought guys in that play hard, and they were like, you know what, we're gonna change the culture around here. We might not be great, we might not be good, who knows? But at least we're gonna be better. We're gonna be more fun to play with. All that stuff. But this right now, like, they are competitive in every goddamn game, and it is so fun to watch. So fun. Yeah, man, it's great to watch from a fan perspective and a team that hasn't been relevant in probably over a decade. So um, Close, yeah. It's damn to it. Almost 10 years that they haven't been relevant, at least since D. Rose and the Tibbs era ended. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it'll be great to see here, like I said, after the new year is really when I'll start digging deep in the Bulls and start paying more attention because – that's when it really starts to matter. Oh yeah. That's when you got it. Those are dog days right there. So um, it's going to be interesting to, to, you know, pay attention to here, the bucks, the 76ers, the Celtics, um, you know, they're always going to be around when that time of year comes. They're too well coached. They're too well equipped. We'll see what the Sixers though, without Simmons. That's interesting. Um, but even right now, 76ers and Celtics are currently in the playoffs or the play in tournament. They're not even in the playoffs yet. So that'll be interesting. I just hope the Bulls can get over. I think it's the seventh, eighth, ninth, and 10th seed to play ins. So I think they can get, like, if they get a fifth seed somewhere around there, they'll be good to go. And then they don't have to do a play in. They can just have real playoff base or basketball. I, listen, I, I think they're a playoff team. How far they go? Remains to be seen. Is, I'll have my answer most likely shortly after the new year. Yeah. I, yeah, you can't make any playoff picks right now, but no. if they keep playing like this, that'll be dope. I just really hope, you know, injuries. I, stay I, good. I still think they'll keep it going. I, I think the coaching's very, very Billy sound. Donovan is He's a great coach. Good. He's good. Yeah. You know, maybe cut back on some of the minutes of your some of your big guys now and then really go full bore towards the end of the playoffs, but we'll see. Right? A lot Time. to be excited about. A lot to be excited about here in Chicago for basketballs. Uh, definitely excited for it. We're definitely, uh, you know, on the up and up there. But, I'm going to say uh, this. Lakers are toast. Lakers are so toast. Um, 
Oh, watching them play is like, and I know like at the end of the year, they're going to have a completely different roster because it's LeBron, but. And then LeBron again up to his shenanigans, fucking pointing people out and kicking them out of the game because they said bad words to me. Bullshit. He's the worst. This is an anti-LeBron pod. I love that you're anti-LeBron. We don't agree on like basically anything as far as anti-shit. Like I hate the Patriots, but. I don't hate the Patriots. (laughs) Anti-LeBron. Fuck LeBron. (laughs) Yeah, we all really dislike LeBron. The South bitch around these parts is not accepted. Not accepted. Uh, Compared to the old cold host who wanted to jump on the jack over there. Nah, get out of there. We RIP to that guy. Yeah, R.I.P. He didn't die, but R.I.P. R.I.P. Uh, yeah, no, I agree. Um, I, I think he is the biggest baby back bitch. He is the South bitch and will forever be always the South bitch. Yes, so sir. always a good way to end NBA. Let's move on to the MLB hot stove in full action. Yes, sir. So really quick before before the hot stove, because people have been signing um, Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame voting started. And this happens every the, year. I hate this. I know it's I I'm I so over it. I follow this every goddamn year. All these like pretentious like sixty five year old dudes are posting all of their like this is my Hall of Fame ballot and they like vote for like Andy Pettit and like a piece of rice that landed on the field last year and they're like sorry like this is just how I feel like I don't think that everybody deserves to get in like steroids are bad yeah I agree but Steve Marcus submitted one today completely empty. Last year, he only voted for Jeter. What's the goddamn point of doing that? Because now, if he doesn't vote for them, then he needs, like, two other guys to vote for the same person to give him one vote, you know? Yeah, man, listen. What a a bitch. I just feel as if they should let the players vote for their... Or at least have a piece, you know? I mean, the writers are the writers. I don't know why the writers in baseball always get so much credit. It's so it's such an old sport, you know. I understand it's such an old sport, but the players should be the ones going and 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 inducting players, other players that they played alongside or played with, um, into the Hall of Fame. That's how it what should about be. Like and also like you know, owners maybe could do something, or like some old players or guys that are in the Hall of Fame. What about that? Get them Another, to start voting. If for they're them. alive, let them vote. I agree. Right. It needs because to change. But Rob Manfred ain't gonna change club. shit. He, he just took the shit. he took the ceiling model and was just like, "I'll just keep doing this, okay, bud." And he was like, "Yep, there you yep. go." That's how it goes. So, and Rob Manfred, really quick, have you seen the Marcelo Zuna news? No. So he went uh, haywire, did a lot of messed up shit, got in trouble for domestic violence last year. Um, oh yeah, that's why he wasn't with them yes. when they won the World Series. But at this exactly. point, who fucking needs him? Exactly. Um, so he was suspended last year for the rest of the season. And Rob Manfred's like, his punishment for doing this because they're doing investigation is going to be his suspension that he already had. <laughs> that's his punishment. So he's back in a chair. I mean, in in no what possible way is it okay to ever put your hands on a woman. I mean, it's, it's, it's like, just yeah, no. He, right, he I agree, but be... it's just like there's no punishment because he already he already did it. Like that was his punishment. They're like, he's well, good. If the investigation like, isn't over, then no, you're not playing. Right. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's just it's you're crazy not playing. To me. You're not the playing, way that period. they. It's the same thing with the Astros where they're like, oh, what is bad? it with Braves outfielders and doing this? Adam Jones did the same thing. Did he? Yeah, dude. Was he an Orioles guy? Well, no, he played Andrew for Jones. Bra- Andrew Jones, yeah, yeah. There, not you go. Adam Jones. Ad- yeah, like, Andrew. Adam, Jones. I'm sorry, Adam Jones is the shit. He's playing in Japan right now. Like, no, Adam, a- Adam Jones was great in his day. I'm talking Andrew Jones, former yeah. 
uh, Braves outfielder was great in his day, but he also had these allegations towards the end of his career. So, hey, I mean, that's two. Guess who signed him? Five years. The White Sox. Okay. Yeah, of course. <laughs> All right. So the next topic on MLB here, um, the Players Association and the MLB met oh, boy. this morning in Texas. The meeting didn't last long. Um, people with knowledge that know people that were there. Um, it's best not to read into how long it was. Again, this is like the first like real meeting where it's like now this means something. Um, coming out of it though, owners didn't appear thrilled. So the players' association basically put a proposed plan on the table for the owners, the MLB, to look at. Um, MLB is going to get back to the union. Parties may are going to meet again soon, but as of tomorrow, so at when you're listening to this, it's already going to be in. CBA expires on 12-1, so. And the Player Association will be going on strike, and we'll be lucky to get baseball this year. Well, yeah, right. Well, right now, the the owners are going to go on strike because they don't have, they're not losing any profits. And then, well, they're going well, the to wake gets, the fuck up. When once right. February, end of February hits, yep. they're going to wake the fuck up. And that's quick. when the players go on strike, so I'm really hoping it doesn't happen. But that being said, that's why the hot stove's been so goddamn hot recently. Yeah, a lot of guys are like, mm, I got to get money now. Yeah, so guys are signing. Kendall Graveman to the Sox, Franco extension for Leonard Houston. So would be one over all this. Yep. Literally, like, the minute we stopped recording, <laughs> shit just hit the fan. So Bananas. Yeah, and I'm going to go over this really quickly because it's like there's, someone, there's so many guys. But Starling Marte went to the Mets for four years, $78 million. He's the best Crazy. base dealer in the league. It's good to see him go there. We'll see what they can do. They also got Eduardo Escobar. He was an all-star for the first half of the season. He was like, meh, for the rest of the year. Really only all-star because he was on the Arizona Diamondbacks, but it is what it is. And then the Padres traded Adam Frazier to the Mariners, who have also been making moves, who were like on the up and up last year. So, good day. Would have um, great if the White Sox did anything, but they don't do Of course not. Yeah. No, they're, they're well, back no, no, no. to their Keep following. Keep following. All right. Keep following. There's there's other days. You know, they the White Sox definitely made a splash. No, they didn't. <laughs> obviously El Garcia Newsflash. Oh yeah <laughs> So two days ago Obviously El Garcia goes to Miami <laughs> Four years 53 million Old friend alert money. Obviously El Garcia getting 53 million on a four year deal Is what? insane to me He Somebody wasn't that was good on the Sox somebody's... Yeah well, He was an all star but it wasn't like He was an all star just good. like Eduardo Escobar was Where it's like right. They needed somebody on the White Sox So that's why he went Right. Um Four years, 53 mil. If you're paying over 10 mil for Robbie Garcia, that's crazy to me. But he's been pretty good for the Brewers the last couple seasons, and the, the Marlins suck, so it's fine. Go ahead. Well, the Marlins had a weird year, the COVID last year, year. They looked really good. And, 60 uh, games. Yeah. I'm telling it, you. Yeah, it's it's it, it shouldn't even count. Everything should have an asterisk next to it. 60 games in the MLB is not a good barometer a for a good not team. Not a season. Yeah. Um, Corey Kluber. Former Cy Young pitcher for the Cleveland Indians, now known as Guardians, signed a one-year eight mil with the Rays. So there's just about a hundred percent chance that he's going to win a Cy Young next year. Yeah, man. I mean, listen, I, I just, I don't think he's going to win a Cy Young. Well, no, he's washed, but he's on the Rays. So yeah, I, I and think you know how you know nice... how pitching goes with the Rays. Back end of the back end of your rotation guy would have been nice to actually to see the Sox sign him as much as I hate to say nah, that. But he was he wasn't he wasn't saucy for the Yankees. 
I think the only team that can actually save them is the Rays. We'll see. Time will tell. Yep. And then, wow, look at Buxton. You would have thought the the Twins would have been sellers at this point. Well, right, but I... Brian Buxton's the top three player in the league if he's healthy, in my opinion. Oh, he's He's one of the best center fielders in the game. He's got defense. He's fast as shit, and he hits bombs. He's just tough. They get Byron Buxton for seven years, 100 mil. That was a steal for them. Oh, yeah. Straight up. It was a steal for them. Absolute stud. I agree. Yeah, I mean, seven years, 100 mil. I think he's just looking to stay where he's at, and hopefully they'll build a team around him. I think he's trying to prove that he can stay healthy, too. Yeah. Because the worry is, like, last year he he was the best player in baseball when he was playing. Mm Mm-hmm. And then he got injured twice, and it was rough. Well, the Twins last year, dude, they just fell off. Right, fell but off he hardcore. was he was kind of the only one leading their train. And granted, this contract is laden with incentives, like full of incentives. So I think that's kind of like, a, all right, you guys bet on me for staying healthy, and then I'll get another, probably like another 100 mil if he's good. So it's good. we'll see what happens. I'm just I, I wish he was just out of the division, but it is what it is. Um, yeah. Kevin Gossman goes to Toronto, the starting pitcher for the Giants, the number one ace last year. Five years, 110 million. That's a lot of money. Yeah, for a pitcher, and he's a little bit older. He's one of those like I turned 30 and I'm not good. Yeah, that's that's very similar, like what the Sox did with um with Lance Lynn. Lynn. Yeah. Yeah, that's and a similar. Sh- shit, Gaussman was really good this year. Yeah. Um, no. Toronto looks like they lost one and they're going to go in on another. So, the only worry I have with him is he's not like a he doesn't throw gas. Yeah, throw well, fast. you don't necessarily have to throw gas to be an Well, ace. right. But he's pitching in the AL now and he's not in San Francisco anymore. San Francisco is a classic pitcher's park. I just don't know how as a pitcher on the San Francisco Giants, how you don't want to stay there. But then again, if he's losing his catcher and all that good stuff, which he is. Well, I don't think they were going to give him five years, 110. No, probably not. But I mean, then again, I'm sure they would have gave him somewhere near it. But yeah, nah. well, this to me is the biggest surprise. Simeon to Texas. Yeah. For 175 mil. Dude. Seven years. 31 year old second baseman slash uh, shortstop. So he's gonna be damn near forty by the time he's gonna contract. be no, thirty-eight. No way he plays it out. He's gonna be thirty-eight when he's done. Oh. He's gonna be damn near forty if he doesn't do it. And he's I'm too him, small to be a first baseman. I mean, he's if a I'm him, pony. He's playing it out. Lea, he's playing it out. Oh are fuck you yeah! Me? You're you're gonna play it out as long the as the Rangers can. are gonna be pissed about it, and the Rangers are still gonna be trash. The, that's the thing. And then so, they signed Corey Seager for three hundred twenty-five million. Talk right. about overpaid. Ten-year, three twenty-five. Corey nope. Seager does nope. not deserve. Don't that agree. Money. Don't agree. If you go back and look at all of his stats, he's been damn good. He's not a great defender, but as far as hitting's concerned, Corey Seager's, in my opinion, one of the best hitting shortstops in the league. Um, the thing is with the the Rangers though is they just put along with um John Gray, who they also got for a smaller deal. They put f- over $500 million in cap space for the next 10 years, something like that. They're going to be like the Angels. They don't have pitching. No one could. They have Dane Dunning and John Gray. Hey, dude, Dane Dunning, don't fucking sleep on Dane Dunning. Yeah, but he's a fourth starter, and he's he's two for them right now. 
I'm just saying, man. I mean, like I said, I don't think Texas is going to be anything special. They, they won't. I, that's why I don't, don't have the this. talent pool to go through it. And, and, and this is just a lot of this is just a lot of fluff for me. I mean, it seems to me that okay, this is if this is their splash, you're going to fortify your middle infield. But what do you have? You don't really have an outfield worth of shit. You don't have much yeah. pitching. And they got rid of Gallo last year. So it's like, you don't have pitching. I like saying Gallo was a guy, but like. He's an all-star. He'll hit he 40 bombs. out a lot. He's Adam Dunn. Yeah. He's more yeah, athletic he Adam is. Dunn. Yeah, he is. He's got a that's, cannon. That's, that's all he is. I mean, that's, um, that's basically what he is. But and even so. Scherzer. Yeah. I was just going to say the comparison between the Angels and the, and the Rangers in the same division. The Angels don't have any pitching. The Rangers don't have any pitching. The Angels have some of the best players on the field, and they won't get over 500, and that's exactly what's going to happen to them. Moving on. Scherzer gets the highest average annual value contract ever. Boris. $43 million a year Fucking for the Mets for Boris, three years. Man. And he's, he's 38. He's such a slimy. Oh, God. Honestly, though, get the money. Boy, of course, that's what he always does. But you're not going to go play for anybody good, and I don't think the Mets are going to be any good. Yeah. So. Hey, they might make a playoff mm, next year. They're not. They got rid of Javi. Okay. They still got Javi's Lindor. Okay. Balls. I mean, Lindor um, had Pete a Alonso's terrible year. good. They have two of the best pitchers in the MLB. McCann's pretty good. They signed Starling Marte, and they got Eduardo Escobar. They might be good, dude. Yeah, they might be good. They got Eduardo Escobar, huh? He's good, but we'll see. All right. So wrapping up the last couple here. Robbie Ray went to the Mariners, five year hundred fifteen. Get paid, King. I good don't think him. he's gonna I don't think he's gonna be. I would love to see year. the White Sox sign him. I I disagree. He looks boomer bust to me. Like Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, a lot I, happens with a lot of guys. You wanna know what would suck? Is you got five years, hundred and fifteen mil and a guy that, that's a three point nine to Five ERA, yeah, no chance. He gets an opt out after year three. Highly doubt he takes it. We'll see. We'll we see. talked about the Seager. We talked about the Seager signing, and then today, 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 <sighs> Javier Baez went to the Detroit Tigers for six years, one hundred forty million, and I am jacked. Oh God, I love it. Yeah, let's strike him out a lot. I love it. That guy, you know, he's good. He's flashy. He's fun. He strikes out a lot. Sox have a lot of pitchers that can kind of... Correa like, is definitely him. going there now. No, no, no. No chance now. You don't think so? Hell no. Nah. Baez is playing shortstop there. No, dude, he'll, play, he'll play second or third. No, I disagree. Really? I don't, think, I don't think Detroit's in the spot yet where they're competing yet. And I don't think they're so ready So where's to, Correa going to end up Well, Correa is going to be a 300-plus million contract, no matter what. In my opinion, at least. I'm pretty sure that's going to happen. So, I don't think that the Tigers are going to put on, put down like four hundred and fifty mil on two guys. I think he's going to two of the two powerhouses, L.A. or New York, or right back to Houston. I think other than that, everything else is dried up. Come to the South Side, kid. Come to the South Side for no chance. Bad. They're not paying yeah. him that. I yeah, wish, but not. yeah, no. Also, t- pay him to play second base. No, here no, they pay him to play third. Actually. Move Makata to second. To and yeah, that, that's how you finagle that. But ultimately, that's not news compared to the news <laughs> the White Sox have, okay? Leori Garcia gets a three-year deal, everybody. I hope you're so fucking excited to see this worthless bag. You got of Kendall, Kendall Graveman and 
How, like, I mean, the thing is, Larry Garcia is like fine so in the utility rule, but the way that the Sox use him is whenever somebody gets injured, he's the starter no matter what. Clearly, the yeah. Sox just banking on signing everybody for cheap after this. After CBA. all this, yeah. I think uh, the thing is, is that there's still a lot of guys left. Michael Conforto, right field, he looks like he's good. There's some trades that can happen, but again, when you're listening to this, it's already over. Right. They need to make a deal. They can't do anything about it until it ends. So we'll see what happens. Time will Obviously, tell people. You guys know I'm buku for baseball. So oh, love the baseballs. Love all yeah. the baseballs. We got uh, you know a lot more coverage coming on the hot stove. Unfortunately, our White Sox are standing pat, which they usually do until the end. So time will tell here, man. Time will tell. It's going to be a very interesting, uh, very interesting next few months here to pay attention to the baseballs. It's going to be fun. Yeah, no, I'm looking forward to it. Hey, everybody, this is going to be a dual episode week. We haven't done yes, one of those in a minute, and we packed it all in tonight. Damn near four so, hours of recording, Vince. How you so feel? So much sports stuff So today. much sports stuff. I might just go watch a fucking movie or something. I'm goddamn alive. I'm going to go watch Moneyball. <laughs> I, listen, we might just become the next GMs of something. I don't know, but we'll something. see. Give us Who the knows? Give us the chat, people. The all right. Well, episode 22's out. We appreciate you as always. Like, like follow, comment, listen, subscribe. 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 You know the drill. Subscribe. Just subscribe. You better fucking subscribe. Right. Do it. That was aggressive. Uh, yep. All right. Peace. People. There it is.